In this episode, I'm gonna share a short clip with you from a recent interview I did where I discussed becoming more curious about your polyvagal state and not getting lost in learning about biology so you can stay focused on your process of getting unstuck. My name is Justin Sinceri. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist that thinks the world needs a new paradigm for mental health. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken. But before I get into things, please put yourself first. I do keep every episode as safe as I can, but just by the nature of the topics, you may experience some stuff come up. Take a break if you need to. I think with this one in particular, there really shouldn't be anything triggering um, that I can identify. This podcast is not therapy, nor is it intended to be a replacement for therapy. This is a clip from a chat I did with Kola Adetu. A link to the full interview will be in the description. And I'm also going to be releasing segments of the full interview to YouTube just bit by bit over time. I hope you enjoy this. How do you, how do you prepare? How do we do you or prepare people to begin to observe or reveal their daily life with this, you know, understanding of the nervous system? What do people need to know? I think that naturally happens once you have a deep enough. I mean, you don't have to go super deep into this. Once you get a basic level of understanding of polyvagal theory, you will naturally become more curious about your polyvagal state. You'll become naturally more curious about you as a part of a relationship or you as a, not just you, I'm talking, the general you, uh, how you are as a parent, like you will naturally get there you know what i mean so it's not like you have to i don't think i have to like coach people on how to do that i think they get there naturally like when they understand that these biological potentials are not we talk about them a lot in relation to trauma and there, there's definitely definitely a link there but these are things that we feel day in day out right now this very moment you know the people watching you and i were in these polyvagal states for whatever level you know that each of us experiences them right uh so it's like it's constant you know what i mean it never stops our brainstem is never stops never stops uh detecting safety and danger outside of you know outside of our conscious awareness like it's always kind of on and so when i guess the basic idea is when you have this deep enough understanding of political theory when you understand that there's a potential to be safe and connect like we're doing right now we're not together but there's a sense of eye contact enough um we can utilize our facial muscles we can use vocal prosody and go up and down and we can use our voice to show how we feel right uh we can smile with each other yeah if we were in danger we would not be able to do that and so like just knowing that i think people will be like well when, when do I smile? Like, they're going to go there. You know what I mean? When when do I not have access to my capacity to feel safe? Like, they're going to naturally just go there. Yeah. Um, and if we can't be safe, if we can't smile, if we can't connect, if we can't hug each other, then uh, we drop into what are our defensive states, like the flight, fight, sympathetic state, or the dorsal vagal immobilization. I don't want people to get hung up on the terminology. It's basically flight, fight, and then immobilization or shutdown. That's a, that's a really easy way to remember these things. Safe and social, you can't be safe. Polyvagal theory actually teaches us that we ship uh, sequentially down. If we can't be safe, we actually shift to flight, fight behaviors. Yeah. If we can't run away, if we can't fight, 
then we shift down further into shutdown, immobilization. Uh, and these are not just like behaviors, they're not choices. No one is choosing to do these things. Uh, these are things that our brainstem, we, it picks up on our sensory input and I don't like the word decides, but I'll say our brainstem decides if it's safe, dangerous, or if we're under life threat. And it goes through these, through these in a, in a predictable sequence. You know what I mean? So when people learn just these words of safe and social flight, fight and shutdown, I think they'll naturally go to, you know, like, when am I not safe? When do I feel more defensive? Uh, when do I feel more immobilized? Because it's not just how we respond to a potential moment of danger, but it's also, like I said, day in, day out, the flight fight state in the moment of danger is there. Like there's this huge surge of energy or adrenaline or mobilization to run away or to use aggression when in danger right but we can get stuck there and we can exist in flight fight day in day out not just from not just during a like dangerous moment where we need to repel some sort of danger or escape from danger but these biological pathways can actually be active day in day out yeah. Uh, and that looks different for everybody. But when you're in a constant like flight energy, it might be felt as anxiety. It might be felt as nervousness or hypervigilance or worrying, uh, un being unsettled, being uh, at unease. Uh, when you're in a constant fight state, you might feel more aggressive or irritable. And it's not about the thing that doesn't, you don't have to be in danger in, in that moment. But for some reason, your biology. I like that. Is either, is either stuck there or is perceiving in that moment that it needs to be in this like aggressive place, whether that's accurate or inaccurate. It doesn't matter right now. So we, we, we get stuck in these states or we can exist in these states or people who have a more difficult time accessing the state of safety, they might drop down into these defensive states a lot faster than somebody else. So it looks different. Tons of factors come into play. A lot faster. Interesting. For, yeah, it just, I mean, it very much depends on people's, I mean, it, it depends on a number of things, but just for now, I think it's good enough just to kind of put it that way. Like we can, yeah. we can act, we can lose access to our safety state and access those biological pathways like that. Whether it's, you know, maybe we are in a really dangerous situation or maybe someone's been through something in their past and now they're in a situation where that context or that the person they're with or there's a smell in the air or there's a there's a certain sight that triggers that defensive state and it's it comes back you know really quick from that past event you know what i mean yeah so it could be that but these things these biological pathways we we tap into them we access them every single day day in day out whether it's with a coworker who we just feel a little uneasy around yeah or the coworker that we feel like we can instantly connect you know what i mean like when you and i connect we uh, before this right now you and i yeah. connected through dm and like instantly we were just like talking to each other and smiling and going back and forth we connected on our shirts and like it was just this instant connection like we we saw safety or enough safety right away to where we were able to access our biological pathways for safety right yeah but the next, when we go to work the next day, whatever that looks like for us, that might not be available because Indeed. 
because of whatever reason, maybe our boss is a jerk or something. Luckily, I have a great boss, but uh, maybe our boss, you know, talks super loud or aggressively or encroaches upon our space. And we're going to lose access to our safety and drop down into our more defensive energy. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that we're running away or fighting. It just means that we have like now that stuff's active. You know what I mean? So we might feel more anxious, might feel more irritable, more on edge, just from those simple day to day things. That's the idea here. The purpose of really understanding and all of these, you know, inner walkings of your nervous system is to become really more aware of it in your daily life when you are yeah. moving through all the states without yeah. blaming yourself too much. Oh, no. And yeah, hopefully not at all, unless you maybe unless you deserve some blame, but hopefully not at all. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but I, I think if you deserve it, it's more like taking responsibility. I wouldn't call that blaming. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean, I think taking responsibility is different. Responsibility. Um, but yeah, I mean, this stuff is fun to learn about. We can nerd out about, you know, ventral vagal pathways and nucleus ambiguous and dorsal vagal pathways. We can go deep into these different structures and whatnot. And I'm in that process. Like I'm trying to learn from Dr. Porges' uh, polyvagal theory book. I've gone back to it because it's, it's, it's hefty. It's, it's very academic. <laughs> and so I'm going back through and see, like, can I really understand it on this deeper biological level? So we can do that. That's kind of let's do that. Let's 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 do it. I <laughs> no, see, post recently. no, no, no. I saw right, your post you, recently. I know you want to. <laughs> I saw your post recently about yeah. you're talking about the father. You know, it's it's really great strategy. I use the word strategy to build the ventral vagus state. Yes. To to see what's like, what it feels like, to to get conditioned to it, however little conditioning yeah. before you start going. So can we unpack that and you yes. know about that experience of ventral and how people can get into it or, or the understanding of it? Yes, but I like I, I know you get excited about the, the biology. I've re- I've been through your posts and I watched some of your um your videos and like, oh, he loves the biology. And I get it. It's fun. Thank you. Out about, just, and you go deep. Thank you. But I don't want people to get lost in it because it's so easy to get lost in, am I doing this right? Am I activating this thing? Am I hacking my system? Am I, and like, we get lost in the mechanics of yeah. it. We get lost in the science of it. And it really comes down to, so we can say ventral vagal, we can say your ventral vagal pathways are active we can say we need to build the bagel break and it, it at, at first it, it is this like separate language and that's an obstacle to people feeling more in their body and that's what i want i want so i want people to feel to activate their ventral vagal pathways but I, when it comes down to it i just want you to feel in your body and so it's like do you feel in your body or not do you feel safe or not? Can you breathe lightly or not? Can you smile with me or not? That's what it comes down to. And we can say ventral vagal. We can say the inner ear muscles are turning off and on, blah, blah, blah. But what it comes down to it is like, are you with me in the present moment or no? You know what I mean? So I, I, don't, I just don't want people to lose that essence. Like we, we can't lose just being present in our body. Now, the biology of it's fun. It's important. We can roll with that. And, but we have to be able to take these difficult, and that, that was something I took on for myself was like, Dr. Porges' work is not for the layperson. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Deb Dana, she does a good job of, of transcribing it for, for the layperson, for anybody. But it is written for other scientists. And so when I stumbled upon his work and I saw, I heard enough to where I was like, I can understand what he's saying. I don't quite get all of it, but I get it enough to where I can take this and reword it for someone that has no idea what the heck a brainstem is or the ventral vagal stuff or blah, blah, blah. I can take this and I can, I don't know if Dr. Porges is capable uh, at this point of turning off that like science stuff and just speaking to people. Yeah. So that's what I, I took it upon myself to be like, no, I can take this Minus. and I can, I can transcribe this for the teachers that I work with, uh, for other therapists, for the teenagers that I work with that come from inner city. So I can take this knowledge and I can transcribe it for people and help them understand it in very simple terms. And like, that's what I think we have to get to. Okay. So we can, we can do the biology stuff and I'll go as deep as I can. But when it comes down to it, the people watching now, the people that watch it later, like, does it make sense? Does it make sense? Not just conceptually, yeah. but, but do you feel it? Cause when people hear so these important. things, you know what I mean? When yeah. People hear these things, they feel it. It's, and it's, it's like, and that's where you, you mentioned the blame and judgment. That's where that gets alleviated is like when you feel it, when you get it, um, when it, when it makes sense, you know, and, and things just start clicking and then that's where the judgment and that's where the self blame is just like, like it just takes off it lifts off it, it softens, you know what I mean? Because it's just biology and it's just the stuff I went through or just the stuff I didn't get growing up. Yeah. And here I am now and it makes sense and I'm not broken. I'm not defective. I'm not unlovable. I'm not worthless. It's it's just biology. It's just you know biology. What I mean? it's so, it. so the biological constructs are, are the um, pieces and the parts and the all that stuff is fun and, and it's useful. But I have to make sure I need to know people get this. You know what I mean? Like that's my yeah. goal with the podcast and everything. Almost like yeah. totally. I hope you like this clip. If you're interested in building the strength of your vagal break, consider my course building safety anchors. Now let's set aside the vagal break and the ventral vagal system for a moment. Just we'll set aside the biology for a moment. Basically the course helps you to feel more safety, to feel more present, to feel more in your body. The course is not about tapping into stuck defensive energy and trauma healing, trauma releasing. That's not what it's about. It's really about feeling safe. Now the biology of that is fascinating. I spent a lot of time on that in the podcast, but really when it comes down to it, the, the goal of the course is to help you feel safe. You can find that on justinlmft.com and I'll also have a, a link in the description. Thank you so much for listening. I do hope you've learned something new to help you climb your own polyvagal ladder. If you like this episode, do me a favor, share it with someone that you think will benefit and make sure you're following or subscribed on whatever podcast platform you listen to so you get updated immediately with every week's new episode. Bye. This podcast is not therapy, not intended to be therapy or be a replacement for therapy. Nothing in this creates or indicates a therapeutic relationship. Please consult with your therapist or seek for one in your area if you are experiencing mental health symptoms. Nothing in this podcast should be construed to be specific life advice. It's for educational and entertainment purposes only. More resources are available in the description of this episode and in the footer of justinlmft.com.